Hey guys, it's Chris from The Natural Ones. Just wanted to give you a little update about what's going on uh, on the channel this week. Uh, as I said last week, we are doing a one-shot of North Sea epilogues today. Uh, however, <laughs> two, two things. Uh, one, we ended up playing the game for six hours. Two, we decided that we wanted to keep playing it. Conveniently enough, we ended up taking breaks after about two hours each time. And so we've actually got three two-hour chunks of this one-shot. Initially, when we hit our usual cutoff time, I kept going because it was a one-shot. I wanted to finish the story. However, with everybody wanting to keep this thing going, uh, we decided to try something different. This one-shot will now be three two-hour episodes that will now go up a couple days uh, after each other, uh, and they will be the three parts of a prologue for an upcoming series. Uh, we're working on branding and some other stuff uh, in regards to it, since it is a, a fairly new concept. I just wanted you to know what's going on, why this episode's gonna be two hours, and what we are doing with this going forward. Uh, next Wednesday, we will be back to the Persistent Campaign, and Wednesdays will be the Persistent Campaign for the foreseeable future after that. Uh, the rest of the parts of this and any future North Sea that we do will be on a separate day. You can follow us on social media uh, for more details. We'll be keeping everybody updated on that. But I really, I really enjoy the way that this game went, and I hope that you guys uh, get as into it as we did. Uh, so we'll see you there. Hey everybody, welcome to uh, our one-shot of North Sea Epilogues. Uh, I'm Chris, and I'm going to be DMing this one today. Uh, first, I'm just going to introduce this game a bit. Uh, North Sea Epilogues is a, uh, it's a role-playing game based on a pretty popular series of board games. Uh, they decided to take the, uh, the ideas behind the North Sea, basically, and make an actual like role-playing experience out of it. Uh, it's made by uh, Dice Up Games, I think Garfield Games Punished, or one of the other ways around. Either way, Tim Devine and uh, Kristen Devine were the uh, lead developers on it. I've been talking to Tim for a while. I got to do uh, another one-shot uh, with him as one of the players, which is a lot of fun, which is my only exposure to this so far, is having played it once. Uh, so if it's a little bit, if, if we have to, at certain moments, like check the book for, for something, uh, that's why. Uh, we're all pretty new to this. I am the only one with any kind of experience, and it's very little. Um, North Sea Epilogues is essentially uh, a, a very uh, rules light, I would say. Uh, there, you only use one d20, and it's mostly got to focus on role playing. Uh, what's interesting about it is that the players are all also kind of DMs along with me. Uh, what I mean by that is everything in North Sea Epilogues follows uh, a, a pretty simple flow. I'll set up the scene uh, and describe basically what is happening. For everybody and they will tell me what they are trying to accomplish and which skill they want to use to try and accomplish that i'll figure out how difficult it would be for them to do that thing they'll roll for it i'll tell them whether they succeed or fail and by how much and uh then they get to role play and decide and write that part of the story basically saying what happened the, uh, for them to succeed or for them to fail at that thing essentially uh, that's the basic flow of, uh, of North Sea. It's a very kind of give-and-take, collaborative uh, storytelling thing. Um, and it, if you can't tell by the name, it's got kind of some Viking themes uh, to it. It's not real-world Norse, necessarily, but it definitely uh, borrows extremely heavily from that culture. And uh, the, whole, the whole idea is to basically create a, a role-playing version of a cinematic Viking experience, or at least that's what we're going for today. Um, 
And so, with that, I'm going to explain the setting uh, a little bit. A bit of backstory about the clan that all of these characters belong to. And then they will tell you about their characters. And then we will get into the game. Uh, so. Bring this up real quick. <clears throat> the Hellfleet used to be a well-off trading clan with an awe-inspiring navy and a number of outposts around the North Sea. They were unique in being named after Hell, uh, the goddess who took those who died of sickness and old age. Uh, unlike most clans, they rarely lost warriors in combat and they had very little interest in Valhalla. They attained a comfortable life through commerce and rarely went to battle, largely because the size of their navy made going to war with them a fool's errand. During one Midwinter's Festival, however, the clan was nearly destroyed when several friendly clans, the Dread Eagles, the Green Stags, and the Fallen Oak, rose against them in the midst of the celebration. Their Jarl Fjorn uh, uh, was struck down within minutes, and the Hellfleet quickly found themselves fighting not to win, but to survive. Though most of their fleet was set aflame when the attack began, they managed to evacuate nearly a hundred on private boats moored outside of the main docks. The rest of the clan was lost. The next month was spent circling around to the outpost, finding that they had all been targeted as well, with very few survivors found. They founded a new settlement, hidden on the outskirts of the Charted Seas, and appointed Arnhilder, a shield maiden notable for leading the evacuation efforts, the acting Jarl. Those who were there, as the veterans came to be known, feared engaging in such open trade again. They kept to themselves, and they took a new name, the Howling Pine. If ever they crossed another clan, they claimed the name was derived from the trees on the mountain they were built against. Those who were there acknowledge it as a reflection of the grief from which this clan was born. Twenty years have passed, and the Midsummer Festival is approaching. A new generation, with no memory of the Hellfleet, and only as much knowledge as their family deemed appropriate, has begun to replace those who were there. Tensions have arisen amongst the clown every now- clown? <laughs> Tensions have arisen amongst the clan every now and then. Uh, youthful optimism and ideals in conflict with the Elder's fear made tradition. Some of the Hellfleet traditions still remain, however. Each midsummer is, com is commemorated with a day's voyage by the village leaders and any others who wish to partake. This voyage goes to Hell's Cove, a small island where a statue of Hell stands inside a split mountain. There, they give offerings to ask for her favor, that she may show preferential treatment to those of the clan who die of sickness or old age. As the game opens, the clan is preparing for this journey. And uh, let's go ahead and introduce the cast, uh, more or less. Let's go ahead and start with Tyler, since he's right here, and uh, then we will just... We'll circle around from what looks like order to me, <laughs> uh, but who knows how it will look in the editing process. We're recording a lot of videos right now. <clears throat> My name is Ainar. I am in the clan's... Uh... I am a healer. I make sure that everyone is attended to, and I was from those that were there, and I lost someone close to me, and vowed, I took an oath to save those that I could, and to uphold the old ways. And that sometimes puts me at odds with the people who run clan, um, because it is sometimes just how I believe that uh, many people be should benefit from aid. 
and I will not turn anyone away. A very gruff, stoic sort of bigger figure who at one time could have been a warrior, but has left that path. Okay, and then uh, Jackie? Hello. I am Vasilisa. I am the tracker of our group. I took an oath to protect my clan, and that is what I will continue to do. I lost my husband in the battle, and I will protect his brother until the end of time, but he does not know, and I would like to keep it that way. I am attuned to the nature in which our clan has settled on, and I've actually bonded with a bear, and we protect and serve and watch over. Uh, Chelsea? Um, my name is Berghild. I was trained mostly in combat. I was the youngest, or the oldest, of four other brothers. Uh, I was supposed to be a boy myself, but, uh, alas, I wasn't. Um, when I was 14, I was in combat with one of my brothers for a sparring match. He tried to get a good blow on me and uh, kicked up some dirt, got in my eye and I fell into a fire and burnt the right side of my face. And since then have had my vision slowly deteriorating and thus I am kind of useless in combat but um, I started getting these visions at night. The, the, the first one was of my youngest brother dying of pneumonia. I told my parents and they laughed it off, but then a couple days later he died. And I was then taken to our local seer and learned that I had, in fact, actually some way to also gain the same kind of visions. So I guess now that's what I'm doing instead of combat, though I do love a good battle. Uh, Miles? Hello. <clears throat> I am Thelos, Thelos one eye, as you can tell from my patch. Um, I, I build the boats. Suppose if you wanted to learn more, you could sit down, have a nice drink, chat. Could be a good time. Mm, fairly well known in the uh, clan. Not a lot of carpenters left, so I do a lot of the building for houses. The boats, <coughs> shields. Um, a lot of, lot of uh, close friends still here. Um, these days, I spend a lot of my time with the uh, village skull, listening to the, the, the songs they're writing. I enjoyed this. Um, Einhar was a close friend of my, my brother, who I lost. Uh, so will 
We'll share a drink now and then. Hang out. Hang out. Yo. <laughs> um, I'm also fairly close to uh, my it's sister-in-law. It's a Viking term. It's good. <clears throat> yes. My, uh, my sister-in-law is someone who I'm also close with. Uh, I suppose it is um, sad that most of my close friends are close because of shared loss, but um, this is how it is as you get older, I think. Which is fine. It is the way it is. And Bridget. Uh, hello. Um, I am uh, Broomhilda the Borrowed. Um, I, uh, so I am technically one of the ones who came before, um, but only by a couple months. Um, I am I am borrowed because uh, my on the actually the day of the midsummer festival, my mother decided to lend me to uh, to a neighbor girl who was like, I don't know how to do kids. So uh, I was borrowed for a little while, and then the attack came, and um, I lucked out because um, they borrowed me out of the situation. But um, unfortunately, my parents were not so lucky. So I am now the clan scald, and um, I am more of a child of the clan. I sort of um, everyone sort of knows me around, and. I, I, bo- I bother Einar normally, um, and I, I, I always love hanging out with, um, sorry, what, how do you pronounce your name? Delos. <clears throat> Delos. Um, I, love, uh, I love hanging out with, at, at Delos' uh, shop because it smells good and he doesn't mind that I keep constantly bouncing ideas off of him. Everyone else seems to find it a little eh, but, uh, but he seems to like it, so I mean, yeah, so that's, uh, that's me. Um, my my one mission in life is to write the greatest bard song, scald song that has ever been written, and to uh, bring the Howling Pines back to their former place of glory that they once were in the Hell Fleet. So, yeah. All right. Uh, so that is your setting and the uh, and the cast for this game. So the way that the gameplay generally goes uh, in North Sea, I mentioned earlier that it was a collaborative storytelling thing. Uh, I do not take actions against the players. Uh, Even if there is combat, I do not move against them. I describe what hostile forces are doing, but everything is initiated by a player deciding how they are going to go about it. So even defending themselves is an action that they take, and uh, if they do it successfully, can lead to them scoring hits against the enemy, basically. So to take like a defense combat action, uh, if if somebody is approaching them with a, somebody's approaching them and threatening them with a sword, basically, uh, the idea of defending yourself is basically I want to make a defense action, and I'm going to when he takes his attack, I'm going to get the shield up, knock it aside, and strike for an opening, uh, basically. So they'd roll for their defense, and if they succeed there. Yeah, they, they do harm the enemy. They can also do damage by taking approaches that are not even combat related in the slightest. They can use stealth, which is a, a body ability. They can use, uh, they could technically use influence to try to get people to run away. There's, there's a lot that you can do. It's a very open-ended sort of thing. Um, and then when they describe what they want to do, I decide how hard it will be for them to do that thing based on what their character is good at, their past, the kind of job that they have. They roll for it, I tell them whether they succeed or fail, 
and then by how much, and they get to decide what that looks like. I don't tell them, oh, you got stabbed here. Uh, I say, okay, you failed in your... You fail trying to defend yourself and you take two strain. What happens? Strain can come in many ways. There is no health points in this game. Uh, strain can be uh, mental strain, physical strain, and they all have a certain threshold of how much they can handle before it results in an injury. Uh, I'll explain more rules as we get further into it. Uh, there's things like grit, which is kind of an inspiration system. Uh, the way that their weapons and armor assist with things. Uh, we'll get more into that when it comes up. But that's the general idea of uh, how the game works. So, without further ado, let's get into it. So as we begin, it is two days before the start of the Midsummer Festival. And so the sort of... Uh, Final plans are being made. There's a meeting in the town square of the settlement that you guys have built. Uh, it's not very large. There's maybe 90 to 100 people living in this settlement at this point. It's a very tiny, self-sufficient uh, village, basically. You're built into the side of a mountain uh, in, a, in a way where a lot of people, when they sail by this island, won't even notice that there's anything there. Uh, they would have to be on the right side to see your boats, and they'd have to get pretty close to even see those. You don't have a lot of large ships. Uh, you don't have a lot of large buildings. You are sort of just a small community. You farm, you hunt for yourself, uh, and you try to just live without interacting with the outside world as much as possible. Uh, the buildings are very simple. Mostly wood, a little bit of stonework here and there, uh, but there clearly weren't a lot of resources. And it also has the feeling of a settlement that has been built to maybe not be permanent. Uh, this looks like the kind of place that you could just pick up and leave if you wanted to. Um, that said, you haven't picked up or left. You've been living here for the last 20 years. Uh, very little has changed. And that is actually the subject of discussion in this uh, meeting in the center of town right now. There's a small platform where the Jarl, uh, Arnhilder, stands. Arnhilder is this uh, broadly built uh, woman with a shield and two swords uh, stashed on her back. She uh, has long red hair uh, pleated into a braid, and she's got scars everywhere. Uh, you all know that she has a past as a war hero from, uh, from older times, uh, the, those who were there, you know her specifically as somebody who single-handedly uh, bought time at the, at, the, uh, at the docks so that people could evacuate. And she was barely, after, as the boat started leaving and uh, as she was collapsing from just the strain of how much she had been fighting, she was pulled onto the boat and survived. And she was appointed the Jarl, the acting Jarl, uh, shortly after. And nobody has really asked for a change since then. <clears throat> She's standing and talking about the, the need to crew the boats to make the trip to Hell's Cove uh, tomorrow. They're short a few hands, they need some extra people to, uh, to help out just with grabbing some of the oars. Uh, there's not a whole lot of able-bodied people... Uh, necessarily left. A lot of the population is older, and then those who are young, uh, many of them are too young to really be handling the boats at on the open sea uh, right now. 
Um, however, uh, the conversation has been waylaid uh, a, a bit by a, a younger a younger man in the uh, in the clan, a boy of around seventeen years old. Uh, you all know him as uh, Fjorn. He's complaining again, as he has several times in the past, but with added fervor this year. Uh, he's just shouting at her. If Midsummer is such an important thing, why do y'all gotta be alone? I, I've heard all these stories about the amazing festivals you used to have, about incredible things, fire dancers, all sorts of incredible things. Why can't we do any of that for a festival? Don't understand. It's miserable. Who wants a week of this? Um, Hilder replies, says, It's tradition, it's the way that we've been doing it. It's the way that it will be done. Look, this community right here is everything we have. It's very, very important that we preserve it. Alright. So I, please, just ask you. Let us just sort out our business now. I hear you. We will talk about it later. Uh, he doesn't seem to want to give up. He's still continuing to bicker. Uh, you all are present for this meeting. Do any of you have anything to say? Yes. Bjorn. No, Fjorn. Right? Fjorn? Fjorn. Oh, Fjorn. Okay, sorry. Fjorn. You have a lot of fire. That is the young... That is... That is the strength of youth, is the anger. But also, if you continue to piss on tradition, I brought you into this world, Fjorn, I can put you back. <laughs> uh, go ahead and... Uh... Dude, let's do an influence for that. Sure. I think. Uh, influence yeah. is mind and... Or is that will? It's will and influence. Yes, I have three. Yeah. Three for that. Uh, I rolled a 14. So 17. 14. Fjorn. Uh, you succeed. Uh, he... Do you, do you, do you like, really lay into him? Or, like, how do you, how do you like, drive it's, home? It's, again, it's the stoic... It's just the calm, like, sitting next to Thalos... And just sort of like maybe slightly outskirted town square, you know. I don't know if Thelos maybe is like working on something and we've just been sitting next to each other chatting and it's just kind of happened. And so we were like, well, we're not going to get up, you know, we can hear it. And it's just from my seated position with a, a cold stare of just like, I, why, why are you arguing right now? What is wrong with you? This is the midsummer. This is a big deal. Fjorn, the kind of weight of that. Yeah. Fjorn looks back at you and uh, he says, he's just. I just don't understand why we choose to be miserable, I suppose. But he just kind of mutters it and just kind of like skulks off. Um, I kind of like indicate to her to. Like, she clears her throat and uh, continues, just kind of shrugging off the conflict. You know that she does these sorts of things weigh on her. She wants everybody to be happy. Um, 
She kind of continues. She says, Now, as I'm sure you all know, uh, tomorrow we take our trip to Hell's Cove. Now, we find ourselves a little short-handed. We've got about six oars that still need, still need, uh, still need hands. It was, would anybody here like to volunteer? You see a couple of the younger people uh, sort of raise their hands. Uh, Burkild, uh, two of your brothers actually uh, raise their hands as well uh, and volunteer. Um, Rignalder and Adolphus both, uh, both volunteer. Um, actually, no. Uh, Rignalder and then, your, and then your father, Sigmar, volunteer. Oiner, you gonna be taking the road tomorrow? Um, winters seems like a good time. Yeah, uh, Jackie. Uh, I will stand for. I will step up. Uh, I will help. I will be able to help navigate and focus on the weather and make it the smoothest trip we could possibly have. Hey, we could use your eyes. Um, oh, also, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Thelos. Thelos, uh, you know, you've, are, you've already been contracted to. You built the, uh, you built the carve. There's gonna be two boats that are being taken, you know. There's going to be the carve, which is a slightly larger ship, um, than the, than the other one, uh, which is a... Uh, what is the name of that ship? Uh, which is a birding. It's a, the smallest longboat you have, basically. Uh, the main envoy, which is going to be most of the village elders, is going to be on the the carve. And then the birding is just some people who just also want to go along because they want to um, they want to make an offering to uh, to hell themselves. Generally, it's people who have lost somebody in the last year or so um, who are planning to go. I will be going fellows, yes. Good. First voyage of one of my boats. I'm always on those. Uh, Chelsea? I'm sorry, this is me, like, not understanding. Are we all already agreed to go on this, or is this us volunteering now? It's it's volunteering if you want to, uh, yeah, if you want to go along. Uh, right now she's, uh, asking mainly for help with the, with the carve, which is the main... Uh, the main boat. The birding is still just an option. It's serving as more of a small passenger vessel for people who want to go to pay respects. So we have not agreed to go yet? Basically. You have not. Okay. Uh, so far, um, the three the three players who were there have said they're going. Whether by obligation or volunteer. So then I'm going to raise my hand. Okay. Uh, we'll go with you first since you talking uh you just just volunteer do you say anything or do you just volunteer i just volunteer just i'm just raising my hand that's me saying i'm just raising my hand okay she's she's noted she points at you and nods uh brunhilde uh there are no there are no oars left right to volunteer for uh you said you, had, you, you need six you probably could Three if you're more? if you're if you're more able-bodied than uh yeah they had about six spots left to to fill on the oars. i cool um, but, like, but like, for example, um, uh, Thelos isn't going to be on the oars. He's going to be in a more overseeing uh, right position. No, I same I, uh, same same with um, 
Vesselari? What's her name? Vasilisa. Say with, with Vasilisa. She's going to be <laughs> scouting. She's not really going to be on the oars. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm no good with oars, but I could provide some rather atmospheric music for the ride. Yeah. I'd I'd like to go on the the main one, Jarl, if I may, please. Well, there. There's help you could provide outside of oars as well. We could use the extra hands. Sure, I have sure. hands. All right, she says. Well, I think I think that takes care of most of the business. And at this moment, uh, you hear some shouting, and one of the uh, one of the one of the guards rush in. You recognize him as one of the ones who's generally put on watchtower uh, duty. He comes in and he says, "We've got a ship approaching. Looks like a merchant vessel." Uh... So, you know, uh, the credentials seem to be checking out. Does not seem to be a threat, but we may want to, you know, do the standard procedure. And uh, you notice a lot of those who were there start kind of heading into their, uh, start heading into their huts, kind of getting out of the way. Um, just sort of getting out of the open. Uh, as some of the, some of the younger uh, people head towards the docks, more or less. I, I, I sit with uh, I don't know what uh, Thelos is going to do but I will we'll probably stay in uh, at the, the chair and you uh, do know that traditionally those who were there uh, do not meet with other clans mostly out of a sort of paranoia of uh, right. of being recognized right um, yeah what do you guys do? I would like to stand by the Jarl. Okay, well the Jarl has headed into <clears> hut, <throat> basically. Oh. Yeah. Whoops, never mind. Yeah. Um, yeah, then I, I guess I'd probably head down to the docks. I'm, I'm curious. Okay. Um, Berghild? Did you want to go meet with them, or...? Yeah, I guess this is. I I'm sorry. I just not totally seeing it in my head. My brother, my brother, and my dad agreed to go on this. They're thing. they're going to be helping with the oars, yeah. And if I, I can't talk them out of that kind of thing. Would you like to? Would we be shorthanded if I do? Uh, they could probably find other volunteers. Um. There are other people who could go. It's shorthanded, but it's not that shorthanded. Then, yeah, I would like to do that. Okay. So, I'm gonna head over to Papa. Okay. And are you trying to influence him from going? I'm gonna how, how, lie. How, what would that be? Um, I think that would still be an influence, actually. Yikes. Um, okay. Unless you can think of a way to use a different... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, what, what, what approach could you use? Because I was gonna say, I, I, what I would like to do is I'd like to go and lie about the fact that I've had a vision. So I guess, I guess that makes sense to use... You could theoretically use influence, lore, 
tactics might work if it's like specifically like I know his mind, I know how to get him to think a certain way. I could see those things working. I'll I can um, I'll I'll go with influence. That's the highest. So I'm going to go okay. and try to influence him. Okay. Um, uh, do I have to? Yeah. Go ahead and say roll what I, a sorry? go ahead and roll a d20 and then add your plus four. I think it is to it. Okay. Eight. <laughs> How? Uh, so you do you do fail. Uh, you take. Uh, you fail. You take two two strain. Um, how 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 does it go poorly? I'm a terrible liar. I'm not. He knows, and uh, I start to. I have a a bit of a, a stutter that kind of occurs when yeah, I start lying to him. <laughs> he. He strokes he, he 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 strokes your hair and chuckles a little bit. He's, and he says, "I know you're worried about me, but trust me. Your uh, your old man has sailed quite a few rough seas. We'll be perfectly fine. I feel better knowing that I was there to protect him." I don't need protection, but well, I know thank that you. you. Can, I know that you can handle yourself. I'm happy that you're going to be there as well. Maybe you can convince Ragnaldo to not go? Uh, you know he's more stubborn than any of us. I just don't think you guys should go. I, under- I appreciate your concern. Truly, I do. Uh, and then he goes to... Uh, he heads back to your family, uh, your family hut. Uh, Miles? Um, uh, as people are scurrying about, I'm gonna, before, um, Brunhilda heads out, I'm gonna flag her down and be like, if there's any trouble with the dogs, I'll be in, uh, I'll be in the tavern. Come get me. But of course. And then I'm gonna turn to Einar and be like, I'm, I'm gonna go grab a drink, you fancy a game of dice. Yes, sir. Yes, I would. Hey, wait, real quick. Uh, is there anything I should be looking for? Like, you know, I, I know like every time a boat comes, everybody shuffles me into the hut first time down at the docks while this is happening. Is there something that will like, that I'll know for sure if they're the ones who like Keep. game for us? Um, yeah. Uh, they won't talk first. Yeah. Stay near the back, keep your eyes open, and if anything shifty happens, raise an alarm quick. You know I am fast. Just alert me if anyone is hurt. Definitely. You guys will be in the, uh, the, uh, mead house, I guess, the tavern? Yeah. Aye. Okay. Great. Um, Dallas and I sit down. A couple brewskis. Yeah. <laughs> Pull out some play dice. Our, play our game of dice. Uh, is anybody else planning on going to the docks? Okay. Um, that is just Brunhilde then. 
Uh, as you approach, you see uh, people are already starting to like trade for uh, basic sundries, little goods. You see some people uh, eyeing some equipment as well. They do have some just general uh, weapons and armor there. Uh, nothing incredibly fancy, but uh, it's sturdily made and uh, something you guys are generally lacking in. Uh, you don't have a lot of wealth or a lot of uh, or a lot to really offer when it comes to trade either. Uh, you you're not much of a mercantile uh, community anymore. Um, but you see you see you see a man there. Uh, he's introducing himself as Sigvalder to uh, everybody around. He seems to be just like a general like unaffiliated merchant vessel, not really part of a clan. Uh, they just go around to, to clans, sell things, buy things, uh, make a living just off of uh, hawking goods around. Um, so, yeah, what would does, you like Does to anything do? look particularly interesting on his table? Any, like, cool stuff? Anything that would interest a small scar scald such as myself? Uh, you definitely see some instruments that you don't have around here. Uh... Oh, oh, most of them are a little crude, but uh, there's some there's some interesting things. There's some, uh, I'd say like pan flutes, some uh, some lutes. What weapons? Do you, or not weapons? What, what instruments do you have? You have a lute. You have a lute and a flute. I got a lute uh, and a flute. Yeah, you 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 see you see a couple like interesting things. Uh, a couple small like percussion uh, things with various various bells and um, and symbols and such on them. Um, and then just, you know, right. uh, assortment of weapons and armor, shields, stuff like that. Sure. Outside um, of then, like, cloths and the like. Okay. There, um... Alright, uh, can I just, like, talk to him and sort of, like, pump him for information about the outside world? Yeah, absolutely. Like, what's going on? Like, what? where have you been? Like, what have you seen? Like, you know, that sort of stuff. Yeah, he, uh... Yeah, he responds to you, he says... Well, I've seen just about everything. Let me tell you. I, I swear we've been to every we've been to every clan in the North Seas. You know, it's just part of the job. You uh, you meet a lot of people, see a lot of interesting things, and you help to spread the wealth. You know, it's a it's a very generous uh, it's a very generous profession, merchants. Now, is anything here? It's it's interesting. I didn't actually know there was a there's a settlement around here. We uh. We were just sailing Sorry, by, and one of my men. You didn't realize there's a settlement around here. We were sailing by, and one of my men noticed uh, no noticed these these boats moored off the side. Well, interesting. It's been a uh, been a merchant for nigh on ten years now, and just completely missed that this was even here. It's really something else. What can I say? We are hard to miss. Uh, that we don't obviously. I mean, the the fact that I ran up to you and was like, "What is happening outside?" Then, like, you know, we don't get a lot of news or visitors or anything like that. Um, there's a there's nothing um particularly uh, nasty going on in the world, is there? Like, I I mean, I know that is a a little bit of a strange question to <laughs> to ask just upon well, a meeting. Like, you know, no one's really well, attacking boats. Well, there's always something nasty going on. I mean, there's always you you know you know how clans get. There's always war. There's always uh, some sort of pillaging or raiding. We try to keep our hands clean uh, of all that. 
for much more honest labor. Uh, mm. But, you know, the Dread Eagles are always raiding somebody. So we just try to uh, keep an eye out for those situations, avoid them. Uh, done pretty well for They're... ourselves so far. They are not in the area, yeah? I just, we don't. The Dread Eagles. Oh no, I haven't seen them anywhere around here. Uh, that's partially why we came out this far, is uh, they're leading a pretty large campaign on the... Several, several, several days travel from here, though. It's not a concern. Oh, well, that's, that's good. That's, you know, we, our hamlet stays safe. Um, okay. Uh, can um, does he have any sort of, like, um... I guess, like... I don't know if, like, a breastplate is the right idea, but, like, a sort of, like... Some, you can get some armor, yeah. Like, a, a small bit of... Just, like, light armor. She, like... This is probably the first time she's left the settlement since being here, so I think she's a little nervous. So, like, I think she kind of wants, like, a body something. Uh, yeah, sure. You can get some average armor for about ten silver. Uh, mm, that's almost all my silver. Yeah, that'll give you two um, uses. Okay. Um, yeah. Alright, great. Then I will... How much is the hand as the other hand axe that he has there? Uh, it's also around ten silver. Alright. Um, then I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy the the body, the leather breastplate. Okay. Um, and, uh, so where, where do you all hail from originally? I mean, you know, the life of a merchant and all that. You must have traveled far from home. Oh, you know, I, I was born on a boat. I live on a boat. That's more or less no real allegiance. Just boat? sort of travel around selling things. Uh, just how it is. Well, now that well, well, now that's a very interesting. I don't suppose you would mind parting with that, with that loot you got on your back. I don't quite have something like that in my collection. As you can see, I've got a great many instruments, but yes, and they're all they're all instruments. Um, uh, no, unfortunately, um, I uh, I uh, this uh, she's she's mine. She's um something something not sentimental. For sale. Definitely, definitely uh, something sentimental. I completely understand. Believe me, mm. no worries at all. Uh, yeah. well, I guess I just assumed it was like a special. Is, is it like a special loot? Like I, I, guess I just it's, kind of assumed. It, it's just like it's my mom's. Like a family heirloom. It's my thing. mom's loot. Yeah. Does it have like crests like, and stuff on it? Yeah, it's yeah. Probably, you know what? It probably has her name carved into it. Guy left. Okay. It has my mom's name on it. Was she, like, a really well-known performer or something? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now she is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, he looks... Yeah, he looks He looks over the loot, and, uh... And he, uh... He just looks at it, and he's like, Well, it's a shame, but... I, I, I can't really blame you for wanting to hold on to it. It's, it's really a marvelous uh, piece of work. She is very special. Yeah, you don't really see stuff crafted like this anymore. Well... Well, if there's anything, is there anything else I can do for you, or? Uh, no, thank you very much for the the armor. I feel I feel much more bad already. <laughs> um, 
well, uh, have a good day. It was um, good to meet you, stranger. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, uh, can oh. can I be like as I'm sort of like I'm gonna head back towards the like mead house, but um, can I do like a general kind of like I get in D like a, an insight check almost like just kind of a general like sweepy sort of perception insight check to see if anybody looks particularly shady like crew members of his anybody uh, looking kind of twitchy yeah that'd be an awareness I believe yeah awareness, awareness. great um, I have a five in awareness so that so I just add five to my yeah you roll a net five okay Alright, so... Woo! It's a natural 19, so a uh, 24. You take a very good look around, and nothing seems strange. You just see people trading as usual. Seen it a thousand times. Okay. Yeah. Great. Then I'm gonna head back to the, the mead hall and my and my two friends. Alright. Looking for my old buddies. Slam down the cup. Bye, you a cheater! <laughs> Excellent. Uh... <laughs> Does anybody have anything they would like to do in preparation for the next day when the boats leave, or are we? Um, I think I, I'll, I'm probably just going to be doing like a, um, a last minute check, just going like, like, heal the stern over everything on the boat, make sure everything's in, sure. in order. Everything uh, good. yeah, go ahead and do. Yeah, go, you can go ahead and make a craft check and just see if you... Just to make everything shipworthy. And so now, this is your specialty, so we should bring this up. If somebody... Everybody has one specialty as a skill, and basically what that means is, like, in D&D terms, that's rolling with advantage. You get to roll twice when you use that skill and take the higher number. Um, 16. 16? Um... Yeah, you, you look over it and you see like a couple a couple spots where you're like, oh this uh like this this board's actually warping a little bit. And you just kinda like spend your evening making a few slight improvements. Uh just making sure. Nothing seemed like it was in bad shape, really. But it's just kinda like, eh, just go the extra mile, and make sure everything is as good as we can get it. Mm -hmm. Um Excellent. Anybody else have anything they wanted to do as a downtime activity? Or um, I, oh, you can go ahead, Jackie. There's something, I'm just going to say it now just so that, I, there's something I'm going to do in the morning before we leave. Sure. But Chelsea can go first. Um, I want to go to whoever is, like, the current seer, the one who's teaching me. Okay. Um, and what? Do you, do you want to um, pick a name do, or do you want me to pick a name? You can pick a name, because I don't have the okay. list up. <laughs> I'm furiously, I'm furiously Googling. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, like, I have, like, all of the things. But I'm going to uh, go to her, them, whoever Gis they are. Gisla. Gisla? Gisla. Or Glerna. Gisla. 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 I wrote Gisla. Yeah, Gisla, Gisla's fine. <laughs> I do love how, like, so many of you, like, looked up, like, like, Nordic names and, like, meanings, and I'm like, mm, Thelos, sounds good. Sounds good <laughs> Thelos, sure. Came um, on, like, 
It's like pig, it's like Pig Latin Othello. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. It's not. <laughs> it's not. But I want to ask her to help me. Okay. In knowing about particularly my brother and father and if there's anything that I should be aware of uh, during the journey. So you want to try to do some fortune telling, basically? Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Go <laughs> ahead and do... So I'll say she can assist you for this, but go ahead and make a... Fortune telling isn't the skill, right? It's it's a her heroic quality. It's a heroic quality, right? I'm trying to think of what the skill is. I think it's like supposed to... Probably be insight, yeah? That's what, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> So I roll and I add the five to it. Yeah, you roll. You actually roll twice because inside is your specialty. Oh, so cool! You get to, so you basically get to roll with advantage. So twenty-five. Um, you get a very vivid image of Wait, a. Does, does of that a, mean you rolled a natural twenty? Yes. Oh, then that's then that's epic. Uh, oh, I rolled a natural <laughs> twenty. Twenty-five. All right, yeah, natural natural twenties do still count here. Okay, oh, okay. So, I didn't think they did. So this is interesting, because you're supposed to get to describe how it happens, but I'm giving you information that you didn't have. <laughs> uh, I, guess I'll, I guess I'll tell you the, the, the information, and then you decide how you epically scry it. Uh, basically, you learn that there is going to be a storm around, the, around Hell's Cove tomorrow. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be lasting like all day. Um, and it's not it's not like a world ending storm, but it's going to be like rough seas. And it and it's a thing where if something goes wrong it could go very wrong very quickly. Now I'm very curious oh, yeah. as to what she saw. Yeah. So how 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 mm-hmm. how does that reveal itself to you, as your fortune telling? Um, well, first uh, I'm going to um, like sit in her hut or whatever she's in. It's a hut. Um, yeah. Her yurt. A yurt. <laughs> and um, uh, the first thing I'm going to smell is the uh the sea and then i'm gonna hear large cracks of thunder with incredibly bright lights occurring and then hearing all the people on the boats shouting at one another telling people to tie things down um and uh, I want to hear no uh, I want to feel someone grabbing my wrist and pulling me away from uh, something, and then I'm overcome with fear. Okay. 
I don't see I because I can't really see anything. Like I can see things, but like it's more like blurs. I feel like I see it through my other senses. That's true. Uh, also, one thing to keep in mind that I did forget to tell you: uh, you actually do get to add your plus one from your custom runes to. Uh, actually, I guess your plus two. Oh no, you have the silver armor. So yeah, plus one from your custom runes, you get to add two rolls that you make to fortune tell as well. Twenty six. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. I mean, it's not going to change this really, but yeah. I just forgot. Um, um, so I think that I'm going to come out of that unaware that I'm crying, but crying. Okay. Um, and then I want to reveal to Gisla the real reason why I'm going on okay. the um, journey thing. Alright, go for it. Um, I made a promise to someone that I would spill lots of blood on this. And I'm not sure what to do if my family is there and what they will think of me. And I just thought someone should know in case I don't come back. ask you for any more details than what you have elected to share with me. I do appreciate your confidence. Your family is a very, very strong family. I do not mean purely when it comes to their combat prowess. I do not believe that you are an evil person. For something to be haunting you this much, there must be good reason. And yet, if it is something you must do, I have confidence it is justified. I just... I have a hard time believing that your family would not feel the same. I'm just scared it was for nothing. But, um, uh, I'm gonna, well, uh, I'm gonna let you go now. Um, sorry. Take, take care. Sometimes things are for nothing, but you'll also learn that sometimes that is all right. I don't think this is all right. And I'm gonna leave. And go to see my family. <laughs> Alright. Um, 
Did anybody else have any downtime activities other than Jackie in the morning? Did you say oh. this is downtime? Do I get my strain away? You get your strain back overnight, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you lose your strain overnight. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Uh, That's so good. Yes. Can I can I go hang out with the boat at the boat? <laughs> can I go hang out with the boat? Um, with Thelos. I'm so sorry. Is that like first? Yeah. Sure. Thelos. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm like can... I cannot get these names in my head. If it would save my sure. fucking life. That's okay, alright. Um, yeah. Can I go hang out at the boat and just sort of like play play what I'm working on for my buddy there? Sure. Uh. Jackie, what did you want to do in the morning? Oh, did you have something you wanted to do now? I was just going to... It was very, very quick. I just sort of take part of the evening to go about and make sure I have good supply of what I need for a journey, a sea journey. Yeah, just things like, happens. Yeah, I take some of... Um, things to ease the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly. Okay. Uh, Jackie, what did you want to do? Okay. Um... So obviously, since I don't know what uh, she saw in her vision, I would like to step outside the hut, go down near the docks, and see if I can sense any change uh, in the weather, or if there's going to be a change in the weather. Um, everything seems perfectly clear around here. You sense that it, there's there's a pretty strong breeze uh, blowing right now that you associate with. Uh, with more what was the word uh, with more humid weather patterns I suppose uh, you get the idea that like in a couple days there may be a storm here uh, but it's it's a ways off if it's coming okay yeah uh, and then fellows are you still on the boat did you stay there or did you go home <laughs> I'm sure I'm up first thing in the morning as well just um the last night was the main boat. I probably just like which which I'm more worried about because I made it recently, uh, and then I'll probably be checking on the other boat in the morning. Just you know, bright and early, make sure everything's prepared. Great. So then Thanks. I'd like to walk up to him. Silvia. Good morning. Good morning. The boats are great. It's gonna be fine. There's not a huge change in the weather. Just some winds. We'll probably get some rain in a couple days, but we will we'll be there and back in time. Mm. Fair enough. And how are you doing? Uh, you know, not sleeping much. Still? Always. I'm alright. The um, little one. It's called. Mm -hmm. Been spending more time around here. I think it's good. I think you need a distraction. I think that's... That's good. Yeah, the... The music's nice. Yeah. Well, I'm here. I'm on the boat. Okay. Um, I'd probably get there. Yeah. Every, everybody, everybody starts arriving yeah. pretty early in the morning. Starts loading supplies on. Right. And uh, 
not long after the sun has risen, uh, you push out to sea and start sailing. First couple hours are uneventful, just sort of heading, uh, heading towards the cove. Uh, you've got a pretty good idea of where it is. The shipwright has made this trip several times. Uh, and then, uh, Burkhild, I'm going to assume you told the Jarl and the shipwright and stuff about the storm, yeah? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, sure enough, as you get within uh, an hour or two of the island, uh, you start getting, uh, the winds start picking up, the, the sky darkens, and pretty heavy rains start coming in, some thunder, the waves get rough. It's nothing you haven't dealt with before, uh, but it is a, uh, it, it is something that is going to take some skillful sailing to get through without any losses. Um, now the way that, so we're going to be doing a montage scene. The way this generally works is it covers a large period of time, uh, and what we do is we decide what you are doing to assist with this large action over that period of time, and uh, we roll to see how many successes you get, and if you get enough successes between you all, you all succeed as a group. If you do not get enough successes, you all take strain as a group, more or less. Um, so... Uh, between the uh, the five of you, how would you each individually like to assist in getting the boat through the storm? Uh, Miles? I'm just gonna be going from, like, dashing a bit about the ship, uh, giving orders, and, like, relaying the shipwright's orders. Um, I just wanted to Basically, I want to use my past sailing experience to make sure the more ex the less experienced, like oarsmen who have who are with us for the journey, know exactly what they need to be doing and kind of talking them through it during the storm. Okay, so you're going to be rolling a sailing check. Um, let's not roll now. I'm going to wait for everybody to uh, get their thing. Anybody else know how they would like to tackle this? Check. Jackie? Yeah, um, I'm just gonna kind of like Miles, but mostly I'm gonna actually like tie things up and physically help people and listen to the orders and basically, but also while keeping an eye out for if there's an opening in the storm. Uh, sure. So what skill though? Like what, how would you like uh, to approach it? What would you like to... Um, if you're trying to help with securing things and just help out like being hands on the ship, I'd say you could do an agility or dexterity for, for that sort of thing. Uh, for running around can, on the I'll, deck. Yeah, I'll do agility. Okay. Um, Tyler, how would you like to do this? I know the thing that I want to do, I'm just trying to decide if it's better as a dexterity or a focus thing. Okay. Uh, I, I just kind of want, uh, just being one of the oarsmen, and just, again, listening to the orders, listening to the direction, and just kind of keeping the even keel of the stroke, like the steady hand of, you, you know, just, in the storm, the better thing is not to... Not to say not to panic, but just, like, it's not to 
thrash at the water. It's to use your strokes intelligently. It's to push the boat in specific wave because you're going to keep hitting upturns and downturns, and so it's about using the downturn to your advantage as well as not fighting against the part of the up that's, you know, like when you're going up in the waves, it's, it's like you can't actually fight against it. So I'm trying to decide, is that focus or is that more dexterity? I'm just trying to keep my mind clear um, as I think to, like, how I to think dexterity the... is for more minute actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say it comes down to probably either fortitude or focus. It could be focus in that if it's like you're just kind of like shutting out the... I'm, sh- I'm shutting out the storm and, kind of and, and on yeah, trying to keep doing what even, you're supposed to be doing yeah. regardless of what's happening to the boat. Yeah. That sort of thing. I could say that could be a focus check then, yeah. Alright. Uh, and you do have steady hands as well. So that's a plus one because of steady hand. And well, no, so steady hands, what that does is it actually lowers... Oh, that lowers the It lowers thing. the difficulty level, is. which Sorry. is basically like a plus five, really. Uh, don't roll yet. Well, I mean, oh, keep, sorry. Keep, keep, keep that in mind, I guess. Sorry. Uh, Chelsea? Um, I don't know if this makes sense, but I want to use insight. You're still muted, Chelsea. Thank you. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I want to see if I can do this, but we'll find out. Um, okay. I would like to... Um, use insight to try to feel like assess the situation and kind of help feel the waves moving and like kind of trying to help kind of exactly what Tyler was talking about like the oarsmen, like, be able to know if, like, turning right would be helpful, or if... You're, you're trying to tell, like, like, we shouldn't do that, we should do this, like, that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, trying to see which things spell doom and which don't. Uh, yeah, that'll be a little difficult, but it'd be very helpful if you can pull it off. Um, yeah. Alright, Bridget? Uh, I think I'm, um, just kind of generally, um, because there are no, there are no, like, children on this boat, right? Like, it's all, like, working age people. Great. Yeah. Um, then I, then I think I'm gonna try to, like, help sort of run around and, like, you know, tie things down and, like, look at, like, any, anything that looks like it's slidable, anything that looks like it's gonna run into anybody if we hit a particularly hard wave, I'd, I'd like to, like, try to tie it down. And I, I know you said that was either agility or dexterity, but... I'm I'm gonna ask if maybe I'm intelligent enough to see which thing would be the best thing to tie down at any given point. I'd say that's and... more awareness than intellect. I, I'll take awareness. Yeah. Um, All right. I just want to use my special skill. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, let's see. Right. Okay. okay. Uh, everybody, go ahead and roll. I'm allowed to roll twice, correct? Because insight is you're my... Using, yeah, you're using your insight, so you roll twice and take the highest. Okay. <sighs> uh, Miles? Epic! You got a 20? Yes. What does that come out to, overall? 
Uh, overall, sorry, it was sailing? Yeah. Um, and that's not gonna be, I mean, workmanship wouldn't help anyway. Yeah, so 25. Okay. Jackie? Your girl got a natural one, so that is a five. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Chelsea? I had 19. Uh, 19? Okay. Uh, Tyler got a 19. I got 23. 23? I rolled a 19, but I have a four. Okay. Uh, Bridget? 17 total. 17. Okay, let me add this up real quick. Um... Okay, so Miles succeeded by a lot. Uh, Chelsea barely failed. Uh, Tyler succeeded by a lot. Bridget <laughs> failed by a little bit. And then Jackie. Yeah. Uh, I'd say success is between you. You do successfully make it through, but I'd say you all do take... A strain. You all take one strain, I'd say. Uh, just from just from how hard things were. Uh, so Miles, how, uh, how how did your thing epically go well? What uh? I start um, I I'm sprinting back and forth between the front of the uh, between the the front and back of the boat, uh, shouting orders, um, making sure people know what to do. At one point um. Uh, one of the one of the younger oarsmen, uh, we, we hit a wave, uh, and he was he was kind of like he's new to this. He was like standing up to try and get more momentum, and it knocks him, and he almost topples over the boat. And I leap out and grab his arm before he falls in, and I pull him back into his seat, sit him down, and say, "Don't make me tie you to that seat," and rush out about my business again. As, as I'm sitting next to that one oarsman, I'm just like. <laughs> I told you. I am a leaf on the wind. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, steady hands. Uh, Jackie. Jackie, how'd it go for you? Horribly. I'm really... I'm just not in shape anymore. I thought I was still in shape. I thought I was doing a really good job as a... Running five miles every day, but I guess... I'm just not as young as I thought I used to be, so I'm just tripping everywhere, I'm falling over people, I'm tying things wrong, I've completely forgot everything I trained it's for. It's a... Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Chelsea? Alright, Vasilium, you're not used to boats so much as the woods, the woods don't rock. Chelsea, you're just barely not able to get anything. How does that, how does that happen? I'm going to say that... The oarsman who uh, Thelos grabbed was my brother, and that severely distracted me. And I like just that. couldn't yeah, that do was... it. So that was a uh, Regnalder. Yep. Or was it Adolphus? Regnalder. It was Regnalder. Yeah. So it's hey, you saved you saved your brother. <laughs> Thanks, Thelos. <laughs> I have four different accents I'm swapping between. Yeah, that's fine. We can, uh, we can get a number counter up here. Different, different accents I do. No, no. The way I get I'll make you do that work. I'm a fucking Viking. That's you. you just you remember that. All sentence. the Vikings talk like this. Every adventure. Viking well, like that. Uh, Tyler, you do a very good job of hmm. focusing. How does that? 
It's just like I feel like it, it's it's that like <laughs> you're just hearing that music in your head the entire time. But, but the face is just. <laughs> I'm singing it in the background. That's why I don't do my. Uh, night appara- appara- apparently, so it's not going well for you in the background, though. No, uh, it's I. I'm too distracted by the the epic music that is coming into my mind. That when I try to tie things, they always like come undone. Just like damn it, and then do it again. Yeah. So so while the boat doesn't take any damage, I think it's just the conditions of just being just absolutely soaked through the storm. I think just puts a little strain on you guys. Yeah. Um, mm. But you do after an hour and a half of fighting through the storm, you do come upon uh, Hell's Cove. And uh, you're able to kind of gently, uh, gently uh, anchor the the anchor down the boat just off the uh, just off the coast. I feel like that's the thing. It's like it, we we took so long to get to the coastline that it was like my super focus was great in like helping us get there, but it was also one of those things where I wasn't paying attention to my body, and so as I yeah as I end the row, it's just like. Oh, it is. It's just <laughs> tense. Yeah. Um, so you guys arrive at Hell's Cove, and uh, they start unloading all of the all the stuff. Just a bunch of a bunch of stuff they brought for for offerings. A lot of uh, a lot of a lot of uh, game. A lot of furs, pelts, um, whatever offerings people brought based on what they had to provide, uh, more or less. Uh, it's generally things that you would expect to be like comforts more or less less than less necessities more more things for people who want to live comfortably uh and as you as you arrive at this mountain or this uh island it's not a very big island uh you can't see the whole thing but you do see the coastline kind of curving off and you can tell that like it connects probably not terribly far out of your sight line uh and you might actually be able to see the other end of it if it wasn't for this giant mountain uh, about a hundred feet tall. Like it's not really giant. It's a hundred feet. But this 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 mountain in front of you, uh, that takes up most of the most of the island. Uh, there's a. What's really notable about it is that there's a there's a crack uh, in the side of the mountain facing you, and it just kind of like widens out into this this entrance uh, that you can walk into, uh, and everybody's loading. All the all the offerings onto these stretchers, more or less, to start carrying them through that uh, through that entrance. Um, what would you guys like to do? I think uh, you know. I start. Well, I guess if we we've got everything sort of packed up, and and it's 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 something where we've we've been able to move it all to the to the area that we're... Yeah, it's it's just, it's going to take you maybe like ten minutes to just unload everything off of the boats and get them on the stretchers. You need about five stretchers to carry the stuff. More or less. Okay. Kind of two people each sort of carrying them. Uh, uh, and, the, and the Jarl is there just coordinating, like... If she's coordinating, then yeah, it's just sort of like... Uh, I guess I'd just do a general check-in with everybody, make sure nobody got hurt or nobody, you know... Everybody's healthy. The birding as well got through okay. They look a bit worse off than you guys, but they don't seem to have lost anybody. 
That's all I meant. Um, yeah, it's like yeah. it's like yeah, nobody's nobody's like distinctly hurt or anything like that. No, everybody looks like they made it through fine. They didn't have as much stuff like on the boat to worry about as well. Okay. To like. Fall that's around. that's where I spend my time. Yeah. Just double checking those people. Um, anybody else have anything they'd like to do, Bridget? Uh, I'd like to practice my offering song a couple times. Just sort of wandering around playing the lute, the song that I wrote for Hell. Alright, you do it. Sort of. Hooting around. You practice the Hell song. I'm, uh, pull out a, um... Um, actually, you know what? Why don't you, before we move on, why don't you roll... What is good for this? Um... Why don't you go ahead and roll a... Influence. Influence? Yeah. Okay... Alright. I do okay. Oh, that's a natural 18, so... 22. Uh, everybody, as you hear her playing this song about uh, about hell, which is a very important god to you, uh, it, it's a bit of comfort kind of settles over you. And uh, the discomfort that you're experiencing from the, from the rain, from your waterlogged clothes and everything, just doesn't seem like that big of a deal anymore. Uh, and you get to... You just don't feel that strain anymore. You get to remove that strain. Um, Me too? Yes, everybody. It's like, hey, you made it. You're here. This is a this is a good this is a good time. Um uh, Miles, what did you want to do? Um everyone's bustling about, I pull out of my satchel like this this like tall wooden like flagon style drinking mug. Um and it's like covered from top to bottom with these intricately carved like scenes uh, from like stories of hell. And I pull out my knife and I'm just like doing the final touches, like finishing up this thing. Like I've spent the entire year carving this thing because um, I do it every year. Every year I do a new carving. This one, it's, it's, it's that. So I'm just like doing the finishing touches while we're getting everything loaded in. Excellent. Um, anybody else? Jackie? Um, so I want to walk up to Berghild and put my arm around her, um, and I can tell you are worried, and as a very close personal friend of your family, I can tell you that nobody is stronger than your brothers, your dad. I am here for you. I am your support. Be their support as best you can because with your support, they can still keep striving. And we are all gonna get back perfectly safe. That storm was a minor setback, but we are going to be fine. And then I'll hug her. I'll hug back. Okay. Uh, there's no check for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> hug but check. can I... <laughs> Like in front of her, since it's she'll would know, just like pull out the rune that has the mark of hell on it, mm-hmm. and see if it like is like if it's burning, if it feels heavier, feels lighter. Now that we're closer to her, what does it generally mean to you if it does those things? I just want to ask that real quick. Like, what does it do for you? 
Um, I think usually either A alerts uh, danger or B alerts that um, it feels lighter. I think it means like I'm doing the right thing. Like we're on the right path kind of thing. But if it like burns or feels heavier, if it burns, she's like angry. If it, if it feels heavier, it's like you're doing something wrong. It's like a way of communicating, I guess. Uh, yeah, without go ahead communicating. and let's do. Yeah, go ahead and do a. Uh... Yeah, make another fortune telling check. Fortune telling. So, if I, that. Is insight correct? Yeah, that's what we've been using for it. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah. Twenty-one. Um. It feels it feels heavy. Yikes. Um. I'm going to turn to Vasilsa. Is that your name? Vasilsa? No? Vasilia. Vaseline. <laughs> I'm trying to read my handwriting and I don't Vasilisa. know what I wrote. Vasilisa. Vasilisa. Thank you. That's my favorite part. I. I don't know if you're 100% right about that, but um, yeah. Okay. Um, at this point, they've started moving uh, into the the mountain, carrying the uh, carrying the offerings. Uh, does everybody go with them? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they and they leave like, uh, uh, well, no, they don't actually. Yeah. So they, uh, yeah, they all just move in a in a procession out into the mountain. You all w- walk with them. Uh, as you go in, it's, they, uh, the, the person in front, the Jarl's walking in front, and she's lighting torches as, torches that are, that are slotted on the sides as you pass through. Um, the, uh, the entrance, the pathway is maybe, it changes between, like, five to ten feet wide as the kind of natural shape of the rock changes, uh, but it's, it's comfortable enough to walk through in at least single file. Um. And they're able to get the stretchers through. Uh, after walking for about three minutes, you come out to this 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 opening, and some of you recognize this place. Um, you're basically at the center of the mountain right now, and if you look straight up, you can see uh, kind of a jagged hole where the uh, where the break began, uh, and in front of you, in this kind of round. Uh, room in the center of this whole thing uh, stands a statue of hell about 40 feet tall um, and it's it's against the back wall juts out about 10 feet um, overall like the base of it and she's looking at you uh, she's got one hand kind of 
out like this. As, as though it's expecting something in her other hand, sort of held up by her by her face. And she's not smiling, but it's not like a scowl or anything. It's more like one eyebrow is slightly raised, as though she's evaluating uh, something. She's dressed in very simple clothes, uh, and at her at her left side, uh, standing about 15 feet tall, is uh, is an additional statue of a of a hound, kind of at her side. And uh, the and then on both sides of her is uh, some scaffolding, sort of going all the way up the the sides to the to the top of the mountain. Um, you. Uh, Thelos are familiar with the scaffolding. It's something you've used before. Uh, it's it would be used. It was how they would maintain the statue essentially and try to keep it uh, try to keep it in good shape. Even though this statue has been around for far longer than you've been alive, it really only looks like it has um, a couple decades of weathering on it. Uh, it was it was well maintained up to that time, and it was something that you would help with back when you were in the Hellfleet. Um, the scaffolding is in pretty shoddy shape by this point. Not Nothing here is as well maintained as it used to be. Uh, you can tell some parts of the scaffolding are worse off than others that have been, you know, they've been replaced when they got worse. Uh, another interesting feature is that about 20 feet, although most of the shapes uh, on the path here were natural, kind of jagged, uh, crags and the like, the walls around you right now are smoothed out, and it looks like it was made. Uh, it was it was carved out, it was man-made basically, uh, to make it a more smooth, kind of nice-looking uh, area. And there's also like a uh, an altar in the center, just a simple stone altar. Um, I think that's everything. Yeah, you are. Here and they start laying the offerings down. Uh, they put they set the stretchers down by the altar and start kind of loading things up onto the altar now. I hope you know I would be quietly, dutifully doing the same, helping unload things. Mm -hmm. okay. Is there anything else anybody would like to do outside of helping with uh, loading things up? Not yet, but I want to do something when, like, everyone's gone. Uh, okay. Um, so it takes 10 to 15 minutes to kind of just get everything on the, uh, on the altar the way that the, the Jarl, uh, likes it to make it somewhat aesthetically pleasing, uh, before they set it on fire. Um, but, <laughs> but, uh... Though there is, though it is still raining, uh, this, that storm is still going on. Very little of the rain is actually kind of getting in through the opening at the top of the mountain. You're getting more kind of water running down the sides of the walls, um, though some droplets do get through. It's just with how tall the the whole thing is, not a lot of it makes its way down to the bottom. Uh, but after everything's arranged, the jarl uh, lights a torch or grabs a torch off the wall. I guess would make more sense. 
and puts it to the uh, to the offerings and sets them up in flame, uh, and the smoke starts billowing out the top of the, the top <clears throat> of the mountain, and uh, as yes, Bridget. As it burns, can I sing the song and then like, yes, like that is, help it on its way? Yes, that is part of the ceremony. So you right. you do your you do your song as that is going on. Um, at its completion, the Jarl uh, begins speaking. She says, uh, <clears throat> Hell, we send you these offerings to ask for your favor. We have lost many of those who are dear to us over the last year. Many whose time it was. Unfortunately, many whose time came sooner than we had hoped due to disease or injury. While we know you have your hands full, being the stewardess of many of the dead, we hope that these, these offerings, these small comforts, will make you more inclined to show those we've loved a favor, so that they may help serve you the best they can in the afterlife. And then a few other mutterings from people who are also... Uh, a lot of people who came from families who had been, who had lost uh, an elder or um, a child to an illness or something in the last year. Uh, and afterwards, as the fire's going, people start visiting with each other, just sort of talking about things, uh, reminiscing. Some people are still kind of silently, uh, you know, I sort of silently like staring. Uh, people coping in their own ways, that sort of thing. Um, does anybody have anything they would like to do at this point in time? Um. Hmm. <clears throat> um. I'll, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk over to, to Einar pull up my drinking horn take a sip hand it to him takes it drinks from it as well the Jarl, the Jarl comes over and says really? during the ceremony and then she grabs it and takes a swig herself hands it back it is the old business. way. It's the tradition. <laughs> she was just mm. giving you a hard time. No, I know. That, yeah. That, yeah, and it, it, yeah. yeah, it's the it's the ribbing back. It's like, well, yeah. what do you mean? It's Listen, you made the rules. My mother raised me right, so as I only drink when I'm thirsty, or the wind is blowing. There's an awful lot of wind out there. <laughs> Gonna need another. Only more. on days that end with a Y. Chelsea. To understand, there is the statue. And then there's a stone altar in front of that? 
Yeah, in like the center of the room is a, is a stone altar where the offerings have been placed. Uh, the room itself is about 50 feet wide, I should have said, uh, to start with. Uh, I'm just letting you finish. I just oh, wanted sure. to say that like yeah. I, I, oh, I, yeah. I figured out what I wanted to do, Yeah, but I just wanted you to be able to still do your thing and yeah, the, ask your questions. The room itself is about 50 feet wide. Uh, the statue juts out about 10 feet from the back wall, and then there's scaffolding kind of going up the sides, uh, on both sides of the statue. That It reaches all the way to the top of the mountain. You know, like this is how they got like some supplies in or out. Uh, while they were while they were kind of making this whole thing in the first place, uh, and it also serves as kind of like an emergency exit in case for some reason that path caves in or something if something happens, uh, or at least it did back before everything fell into disrepair. But so yeah. all the offerings are on the altar. The offerings were put on the altar. Yes. Okay. Um, can I use my knowledge of lore then? And look at the statue to see if there's any symbols or anything that someone might not have understood before. Um. Sure. Uh. I will tell you. You are you are very familiar with hell. Um, yeah. I think the first thing that kind of strikes you about the statue is this your first time seeing it? Yeah. It's your first time seeing it. Uh, as far as depictions of hell go, this is a far more favorable depiction than you than you usually see. Um, she is not really portrayed as gaunt and harsh uh, the way that she generally is. She's generally not viewed with a lot of favor uh, among most most clans. Uh, but here, although she's simple, she's been carved to look pretty human. Uh, and I mean, she has got the body of a human that kind of god but like she her her features her her face and her hands are more of a kind of simple smooth uh round texture as opposed to having sharp sharp features jagged fingers anything like that uh her brow is not furrowed she doesn't look unpleasant uh the way she usually does and though she's dressed simply her clothes do seem clean uh, she does not she, it, it looks like it was made with the intention of casting her in a favorable light uh, while still acknowledging her position uh, as, as somebody who stewards and kind of enslaves uh, people who pass into her part of hell um as far as so, it's just like a, it's just like a statue of her. There's not like anything near around her or anything, because then I think that would just okay. No, never nothing, mind. Nothing's particular around her. Well, there is her hound there as well, but he also looks like a pretty nice dog. He looks fierce, but like he doesn't look like a horrendous beast. Um, there he is. There he is now. There he is. The statue starts moving. <laughs> <laughs> a bark echoes through the yeah. Um, okay. So then, yeah, never mind then. I thought that I misunderstood the way it was laid out. All right. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. So I, as, as Thelos and I are, are drinking from the horn, I sort of, I, I reach in and just kind of grab a, 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 a trinket necklace that I wear. Uh, 
and uh, not audible to Thelos, and if the Jarl is still around to her as well, just, just you know, the close vicinity, uh, just say something uh, very simple and, and just... Twenty winters since I have watched you die. In fifteen since I have finalized my oath. Thorgrin. Thorgrin. The Jarl also. Uh, grabs your horn and pours some more out. Uh, yeah. And Satir. Uh, Satir was the, you would know this, Miles, as so would the the the, the, the uh, was the healer before me. <clears throat> yeah, she doesn't speak, but she nods and commiserates with you. Um, we are losing more. And you taught me, times. and she taught me how to gain it back. Um, Bridget? Um, I, I get, is my, is my Scald song kind of, like, done now? Or am I still playing? You, you, you played the song, and then maybe you did some, like, instrumental accompaniment as she was, as she was yeah. talking. But yeah, the song, the singing But my Scald duties done. are pretty much done? Okay. Yes. Um, can I, can I walk over to my, my two old boys, and, mm. um intercept the drinking horn between the two of them and like do they toast. allow it i tried I'm not to hold, i'm not holding it at the time so it's not you know it's not up to oh me. i thought they, i thought you were passing back and forth sorry no i just meant like i'm not i i mean like yeah, i probably it's, it's wasn't in possession of it in the past do you allow yeah. it fellows <laughs> this one is obviously far too young to be drinking how would i ever explain it to her parents if i all right. Pass it a drink. <laughs> Jesus. There is a certain impetuousness to... I mean, Odin. Just, you know, taking someone else's drink. Time well. passed. Time passed. Sometimes people would lose hands. Okay. Don't worry. If he takes your hand, I'll build you a nice new one. Hardwood. Make it... Just like this eye. Tink, tink, tink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> If I take the um, <laughs> um Well you will not take my hand. I know I, I, I can't do the, the voice anymore. It sounds too close to click whistle. I can't do it. It does. Um it's it's too close. Um you would never take my hand. To what did my what are my parents' names? Oh sorry. To Anar and <laughs> and Gyla. Wherever you are, may it may it be happy. And instead of pouring it out, I'm gonna take like a big slug and then hand it back. I am not positive if she understands the tradition. Her parents are not much for drinking anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it would be a waste to send them a drink. Okay. I I figured um, that they would appreciate it going to some. <laughs> 
to good use. Okay. Um, all right. At that moment, everybody starts packing up to to go. They start picking up the. I I I I, I go to the Jarl in the in the shipwright, and I say, "Is it uh, advisable to actually go back in the weather we have?" Well, we don't. We don't much know when the. We don't know how long this storm is going to be going. Yes, we have to be back in time to start off the festival. I suppose, but is there no? If it will ease, if it will ease your mind, why don't we have to see her check? Uh, yes, please. She is good, as well as it would help my stores. Uh, Burkild, uh, the Jarl comes up to you. She says, Tell me, young one, do you... Do you have any sense for how long this storm is supposed to continue? Probably. Um... (laughs) I know. I hold, no, realized. hold. No, no, yeah, I know. Yeah, I was yeah. like... Well, she knows. She's staying muted. <laughs> yeah. She wants us to read her lips. There's, there's yeah. so much drama if she's muted. So much tension. <laughs> Thank God the entire Sorry, clan. Sorry, I'm so. trying to read something. <laughs> no, <itself>. we're fine. <laughs> no, it was funny. It was just like, it was like, you knew that you were muted and you're just like, I'm just trying to read something. <laughs> but trying to explain it. Yeah, mutedly. <laughs> it's so like... Um, <laughs> we are inside when this is said to me? Yeah. Yes. You're inside um, the uh, building still. Building, mountain. Everybody's packing up to go. Yeah, I... I can do that. Um, I just... I just need to pay some respect first. And, um... I will need to be outside to do that. Take your time. Okay. I start helping pack stuff up then. Yeah. Um, some people start carrying out the first stretcher. Do you need some music? Break Hill? Um, uh, oh, uh, n- no, I just need to be alone. Do it yourself, and I'm gonna start helping pack up. Okay. So I know that, Jackie, you had said that you were going to wait till everyone was there, so I don't mind doing this in front of her. So I'm going to wait until it's just the two of us in the room. Because uh, I wanted to do this part alone, but I know that she's also waiting to be alone. Okay. Um, Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh I don't mind like going around a corner or something to 
So... Sure. Do the, uh... Do the rest of you leave? Eventually? Okay. So they start carrying everything out. And it's just you two left in this place. So, what I would like to do is take my, uh, long blade uh, in my hand, uh, my left hand? No, my right hand. My left hand. And cut my hand. And then hold it over the fire and, like, squeeze it. You so will. You will. You will take one strain just because of the injury. Yes. Okay. Uh, squeeze it and say, "I promise, I will not let you down." And then let go. Okay. Um. And start to head outside. Well, I want to wait to see if anything happens, but like a uh, magical fire burst or something, you know. A nice flambe. You roll me. Do a fortune telling check. Same. You're muted. I know, I was more just... I had I was cocked between a 19 and a 5, and then I literally got a 19 and a 5. So okay. my first roll was cocked, was all. That was all. Okay. Anyways. Uh, 19, so 16. No. 24. <laughs> uh, okay. Math is a strong suit for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You got a two in you that, you? You feel a. You feel a. You feel like a heavy weight, uh, in your in your pocket, or satchel, wherever you keep your rune. You feel it just growing, heavier and heavier. Uh, back in the tunnel as you guys are moving things out uh, you get maybe halfway back through the path and you uh, hear a bit of commotion and you see one of the uh, one of the men who was, who had been helping on the on the boat uh who was carrying out the first bit of supplies uh, comes running up to you and uh, he, he comes running up and he he, say, he says we have to get back in we have to get back in and prepare to fight he says there's he says there's he says, there's people here and the, is there the, is, the, is there a ship coming or are they on the island already? They're already here. Uh, and, uh... Oh, Sally just killed Yoshi. He, um... And the, the Jarl, like... 
just like immediately like kind of tenses and he goes kind of running back into running back to the to the to the cave and the Jarl uh uh she draws she draws one of her swords and uh and her shield and she says Well you heard I'm gonna go back Go back and make a wall Uh for sure just start making the move there. Yeah. Uh, my yard says. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, uh, I suppose well, I would. I, I would. Listen. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so. When we get everyone back into the the main, the wider area of the cave, um, could I use like some of the uh, loose boards and planks from the scaffolding to build something of a barricade uh, in front of that? You can absolutely uh, in try. the in the entrance group. Uh, we'll address that when we get there. Uh, all I was going to say was like I would probably try to be one of the last people inside, okay. just kind of like kiting people to make sure that they they're going in. It's the same with the Yarl. The Yarl would be taking up the rear as well. Yeah. Uh, but they are you. They are making speed. Um. So you've got like a minute before they get back into the into the cave. Uh. Let's say Chelsea, you'll, you, yeah, Chelsea, you'll run into them on their way back through, but you've you've headed in. So Jackie, has you'll run into them about thirty seconds in. So Jackie, you've got like a minute alone. Okay. Uh, I forgot that I was muted. Okay. Um. So then I am going to kneel in front of the altar. Um. And then I'm going to take my wedding ring off, and I'm going to throw it in. And I'm gonna say, you took the love of my life 20 years ago. And I have tried to live every day like the strong person that he married. But I cannot do this anymore. I need you to just call someone. Give me a sign that I cannot be here anymore. My, my life was ripped from me. We were supposed to start a family. I was supposed to be more than what I am and I am not. If you are here, and if you are listening to me, help me end this. As people start running back inside. And then everybody starts rushing back inside. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Yeah, so, yeah, so you you get back inside, uh, people start forming a shield wall. Uh, all of the able-bodied, uh, Chelsea, your father and brother are among them in the shield wall. Uh, they start, yeah, they take out their shields, have the spears kind of pointing forward, just waiting, uh, as Arnhilder stands, uh, in front of them, just waiting for whatever's going to come through. Uh, can I, can I use tactics to help her uh if she's focused on the shield wall and like 
focused on the main line of defense? Can I help with the back wall of defense? Like anybody with ranged weapons or anybody with things that can... Yeah, there's a couple There's a couple people who have uh, javelins and bows. As well as there's a second entrance, right? No. No. Only well, up through like the... Only up through yeah. that. Great. Yeah. I just... I, I'm not sure. You yeah, know, this is basically a dead end. Unless you go up. Okay. Um, Miles, you were going to be... Or, uh, Thanos, not Thanos. Thelos. Uh, Thelos. 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 You were going to be. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a great ability. Uh, you were going to be trying to make a barricade auto with 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 wood there. Yeah. Um, basically, I just am going to be propping, like grabbing some of the 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 um, loose boards, but that's still like sound stuff, and building not like a blocking the wall, but like. Basically, building um, like a like wedged in like a like a short wall. Basically, that they'll have to either take time to move or like j- like jump over as they're approaching to kind of like break up any onslaught. They can't just bum rush the the whole. Yeah, they can't just bum rush because they'll be they'll be slowed down okay. by like these small you're, barricades throughout. It's not going to stop them, but it'll. You're rush. You're rushed for time, but go ahead and make a craft check. Okay. Bridget. Um, I I want to kind of start scoping out plate. You said the the oh. scaffolding is not sound at all, right? Uh, there's parts of it that look real rough. There's parts of it that don't look as rough, but it hasn't been maintained for a while. So there's there's a fair it's amount risky. of rot on a lot of the wood. Yeah. Okay. It's not the most reliable scaffolding. Um, and this wood. Sorry. No, go ahead. A workmanship, my workmanship heroic quality would affect this, yeah? It would, yes. Right, cool. um, I rolled 18, just so you're aware. Total. You're able to get... Thankfully, the, the entrance into the cave isn't all that wide. Uh, so you're able to, with just a couple pieces, you, you recruit some of the other uh, back line. Uh, people who aren't part of the shield wall to help you with just sort of ripping some boards that are already pretty loose in the first place. Uh, And you just kind of make like a small it's like maybe two feet two, three feet tall, uh, depending on like the pieces that you grab Uh, and just kind of uh, they hold them in place for you and you just very quickly kind of just erect like a bit of a a bit of like a semicircle sort of barricade uh, to prevent their their ease of kind of getting in there. Um, yeah. Should I roll for tactics? For tactics? Or is that just... It, was There's it not much enough? to do with tactics right now, I, I, would, I would say. Well, I just meant, like, the, the thing that I was talking about earlier. What, what are you looking for? You're looking for... Well, just to help to make the back line. If, if the Jarl was focused on the front line... Oh, uh, they've already got like their. They're good. Okay, yeah. that it was just more of a making sure. Uh, Bridget. Um. So, I, I kind of want to like look around and assess if there's like any like other exits or are there any places to like like good like well defense positions because like that my original idea was to climb up the scaffolding and hurl rocks down, but like is there any sort of like alternative? position to, like, fighting hand-to-hand that I can find? 
It is an open, uh, featureless room outside of the scaffolding, the statue, and the altar in the middle with a bunch of stuff on fire uh, on it. Dope. All right, then. I'm just going to join the back line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Does anybody else have, have prep, or are we ready to... Yeah, I pull out my bow and arrow, okay. and I'm ready. Got my hand I'll, I'll take off both my shields and then uh, take a take, take take my spot in the shield wall. Excellent. I actually think, oh my god. Excellent. Um, I'm gonna grab my sword. And I have a fucking Viking axe. <laughs> um, I want to. be between the two lines, the back line and the front line, basically. Like, near the altar, I'm imagining. Okay. Um, alright. So we position there. Um, you wait for another minute and a half, two minutes, and then you hear footsteps. And, uh, a woman comes forward with two, uh, she's got two axes on her side. Um, She's got long, wild, uh, blonde hair, kind of pleated into several different uh, braids, and she's got a um, steel breastplate, uh, as well as some uh, some plates along her her her, her leggings as well. Um, she's pushing about fifty. Um, and, uh, Einar, Veselisa, and Thelos, you recognize her, uh, as she walks in and kind of stands in the midst of the barricade, and some, uh, some troops stand, uh, kind of are in line behind her. Uh, she kind of puts up her hand, and they stop, and, uh... She kind of smiles, looks around, takes everybody in, and sees, uh, sees Arnhilda there. <laughs> she says, well, it's been, what, 20 years? You know, you still look just as beautiful as ever. Uh, Arnhilda sits back just immediately. Just, what are you doing here, Oda? This is Oda, the Jarl of the Green Stags. Uh, this is the this is a trading clan that you were very familiar with uh, as the Hellfleet, and also one of the clans who. Uh, came to your festival as a guest and rose against you. She smiles back at Arnhilder and she says, Now there's no reason to be so hostile. Come on, we're old friends. Why don't we... Why don't you just come quietly? This doesn't need to be as hard as you're going to make it. Then again. You always were a stubborn one. Arnhilder uh, 
unmoving, she says. This is a sacred place. I know that that does not seem to mean much to you, but... While I would love to spill your blood, it would be a shame to do it here. Oda just kind of chuckles, and uh, she looks at the little, like, barricade in front of her. She's kind of puts her foot up against it, just tests it a little bit, and just, like, kicks it over. She says, uh, I wasn't sure what we'd expect when we got here, but, uh, well, it appears that we outnumber you quite handily, so... It might be in the best interest of your clan if we merely settle our unfinished business and keep it simple. What do you say? Arnhilder uh, just kind of works out a crick in her neck and says, well, I wouldn't have it any other way. Oda steps forward, draw their weapons, and her soldiers kind of file in behind her. Um, does anybody do anything as they kind of stand about five feet apart, uh, kind of staring each other down? I want to stand right behind her, like, right off her shoulder. She, Still with my bow and arrow, like, ready. She's in front of the shield wall. Uh, did you mean our Yarl, or the other? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, ours. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, I just want to chill with the other... Thing? I just want to chill with the other one. It's not... It's, it's not, uh... It's not okay. Yeah, sorry. It's, okay. It's 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 not a thing. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, they. Um, well, because as this is happening, uh, her Oda's shield wall is sort of starting to move into a circle to encapsulate them, and Arnhilder kind of puts her arms up in motions, and her own shield wall comes and forms the other half of the circle. Got it. Uh, I as as that shield fo circle is forming, I sort of try to gently put a hand on the arms uh, uh, on the arm of I'm sorry uh, Chelsea, what's the Oh, Burkeld. Burkeld. Very gently sort of like pull you back from, from uh, either being a part of that circle or interrupting it or being inside of it. I was going to be inside of it so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> do you. Do you allow it? Uh, yes. I'm it's, it's not. With, it's not that... with much resist. It's not even with much, yeah. much force either. It's more just like a the gentle guiding hand. Yeah, yeah. I think because I'm envisioning that like I'm just seeing shades come in. Mm -hmm. Um, is there 
any way that I'd be able to like I don't know how I would do that though um what would you like to try to do what, what is it you're wanting to do catch a glimpse of like what they're what the plan of action is like what they're hoping to gain from this their intention yeah that's uh, the better word that would be an insight it wouldn't be fortune telling though well actually Can that's I... okay because actually insight, no that so would I... be that would be that would be lore i think yikes because okay. it, it's it's knowledge of this other clan okay can i help with that uh no because oh okay i just i know a lot of lore if she I if she asks either. you can but she's just sort of okay that's fair i failed miserably so i what, am what pretty sure i got six a six uh you take two strain and Yikes. you're not and you're not sure why they're here yeah. As as I as I gently pull you back, uh, Borkeld, I say, um, little bird, just stay close. And if I tell you to run, just hold on. But who is it? Who is it? It's me. It's. Yes, I know. No, no. Who, who are they? Oh, sorry, I misread. <laughs> I recognized your smell. <laughs> oh, oh, it's all the beats. <laughs> it's the carrot. Um, I, I, I whisper, I whisper to her. It is the green stick. Those that came. Betray your clan. Do not go far from me. Um, at this point, the circle has been completed, and <coughs> the uh, Oda and Arnilder are staring each other down for a few tense seconds, weapons raised, and as they leap forward and strike, this is where we will take our break. Uh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, a horse, um, of course. So yeah, thank you for uh, sticking with us so far. Go to the bathroom, get a drink, get a snack, whatever you got to do. We will be back shortly uh, with some action. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thanks for listening to the Natural Ones. Remember, you can catch us live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Twitch. Or, if you prefer listening to the podcast, we upload the audio episode every Friday, anywhere you can find your podcasts.